Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Brood Podcast. I'm Jen. I'm Bryce. And I'm Adonis. This is a podcast where... Why don't you explain it, Adonis? Oh, yeah. So uh, the three of us have been hanging out for a while, and we started uh, hanging out and drinking coffee. So we figured uh, we'd record those conversations for you guys to enjoy. Uh, We're going to be talking about coffee and just life, you know, just hanging out, sipping and talking. What uh what did we have today, Jen? We had a pour over type of thing. Is <laughs> it a pour over? Yeah, it's definitely a pour over. It's called maybe some of you have heard of this, but it's called a Chemex. A Chemex, we, yeah. We, we it's spelled with C H. Did we decide that was that was that the brand mm. name, like a specific brand, or is yeah, that the style? That's we, we the because it's just a, the pour it's over a pour over style. Yeah, a pour over. I don't know. We have an off brand one. <laughs> But, yes, that style, it's a glass type of thing. Very smooth outcome. We are definitely the authority on coffee here, guys. We promise we know what we're talking about. (laughs) I swear to God. (laughs) (laughs) We're the authority, but we're also all learning together. We're all learning. Yeah, this is a learning (laughs) experience for everybody. We don't know how to measure. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) We're always trying new things, and uh, we don't know how to measure, but that's only because we don't have a food scale. We'll get one. We've learned that we need a uh, a scale to measure out coffee, because apparently you have to be very specific how much coffee you use compared mm. to how much water you use. <laughs> but um, for uh, for estimating, it definitely turned out really, really well. Um, yeah, for sure. Really good. And the bag that we had, the beans smelled so good. Yeah, that was... Um, so we were drinking uh, diesel dark roast from Atomic Coffee Makers. And uh, we found that through this website that we've uh, you know been trying out, it's called Trade Coffee. Um, and it basically, uh, not sponsored, sponsored. they're not sponsoring us, but we've, uh, we're coffee drinkers and this is a, uh, a coffee website that Taylor makes, uh, or Taylor recommends a type of coffee to you based on your taste in coffee. So, Mm -hmm. uh, it's really cool. You go on the website and you do like a really quick quiz. It's like a personality quiz kind of delivered right to your front door. Yep. And then they'll make recommendations for you based off of that quiz. And like Jen said, once you sign up for it, they'll send you a bag of coffee. I went ahead and did it. And, uh, yeah. And I got my coffee within like two days. It was pretty, pretty quick. Yeah. So, um, again, they're not sponsoring us, but we we feel like this is a cool way to explore some new flavors, explore some new mm. roasters. And it's the really cool thing that I like about it is that they roast the beans to order. So, like your coffee beans mm-hmm. aren't roasted until you you know decide that's the brand and the type that you want. So that's really cool. So they're not just like pulling it off a shelf somewhere. Um, so yeah, I got recommended this diesel dark roast. I think Bryce, you said you got recommended the exact yeah. same thing. So yeah, they have fifty-two different roasters with over four hundred different types of coffee. So that's crazy that we got the exact same type of coffee. Yeah, <laughs> well, maybe that's like a basic one that they always start like dark roast drinkers off with. Maybe. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's how maybe. it goes. What was the uh, like notes behind it? Because honestly, I did not like it that much. Um, it says. Comforting and rich, uh, very smooth, great, rich taste. So maybe mm. we were talking about how smooth it tasted. Yeah, so I in the Kimex. Like, like that was about the pour over. Maybe the smoothness was about the bean that we had because it was definitely well, a silky texture. But yeah. then we had the same one with the uh, French press. True. 
Yeah. I definitely it didn't taste the smooth. I definitely you guys, like I like the smoothness of the pour over, but I didn't like the aftertaste of the actual coffee. What mm, didn't? Well, okay. was it bitter for you? Or uh, what was yeah, it? it was bitter. Yeah, I, didn't I don't taste even know that. how to describe. No, it. No, I didn't taste any bitterness either. But Do you, you normally drink dark roast though? Or are you a dark roast drinker? Or? I don't know. <laughs> You're last learn. time we only had dark all yeah day. the coffee yeah. that we had last time yeah it was a dark and that didn't have the same hmm. interesting but yeah. yeah i don't know but you for the french press you added cream to yours or i, I don't added know, cream to the first one too. You, oh, before true. you tested it right yeah so i didn't add anything to either the pour over or the french press and there's definitely a difference in the smoothness that silky texture we noticed Mm -hmm. the pour over had it but the french press definitely did not have that silky texture and i don't know if it was just a difference in ratio of the amount of grind we were putting in um Mm -hmm. because again like we didn't specifically measure by the grams like the way the website the way she recommends doing it we didn't strictly measure it out so maybe that had something to, something to do with it but yeah i don't know but i'm shaking already so it did its job <laughs> <laughs> you know what's cool though and uh you know while we're, while we're talking about the different types of roasts um one thing that i thought i had always thought for my entire life i thought the darker the roast the more caffeine was in the coffee mm-hmm. right and cause it's cause, like a bolder yeah taste. that's what you think and but like jen when we first started uh going out and hanging out for coffee she told me that the opposite was actually true and mm. that the lighter roasts actually have a little bit more caffeine mm-hmm. than the darker roasts do, which blew my mind for one yeah. because it, I, I feel like lighter roast tastes less coffee-ish than the darker roast, uh, maybe. But I, I was equating taste with caffeine kind of, mm-hmm. and I think that's a common that's what mistake. I used to do yeah. it, The too. other one is... The darker is just burnt longer, basically. Burnt longer. So can you say it non-technically speaking that it burns the caffeine out maybe? Maybe. Maybe. We'll have to look into that and we'll let you guys know. Yeah, Or you guys can write it and let us know. I think. I don't know. We'll look into it. Um, But in the meantime, uh, yeah, write in. Let us know what roast you guys like. Is it a medium roast? Is it a dark roast? Is it a light roast? Try doing that quiz on their website, too. See what Taylor recommendation you get. The website is drinktrade.com. So, again, not sponsored by them or anything, but we... uh We're liking what we're seeing so far. As as Jen obviously just just proved we're not sponsored because she didn't give that first one a glowing recommendation. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, I liked it a lot, and, uh, yeah, we'll we'll get to it. But, yeah, uh, send those uh, emails into broodconvos at gmail.com. Let us know what roast is your favorite. Yes, and I have another question for you guys. Um, Is there a moment that you can think of where you were like, that was the best cup of coffee I've ever had? That's a big question, man. Um, I've had a lot of coffee in my day. (laughs) A lot of coffee in my 30 years on this earth. Um, Mm -hmm. I'll I'll start. Go ahead. Yeah, you start, Jen. So, I, yeah, I love coffee. Every day, I'm looking forward to it. Like, you know. (laughs) So, I love coffee, but I think my favorite or the best cup that I've had has to be in Mexico with my grandma. And the thing about it is that it's not even about the taste, really, because it's just regular, instant, like, basic coffee, you know? Mm -hmm. Just add a little bit of cream, a little bit of sugar, 
and I'm good. But it's just like being around my whole family and like everyone drinks coffee in the morning. Everyone has the water going um, and at night too. Like sometimes I don't drink it at night, but it's it's just about everyone being together and that warmness and like, you know, mm-hmm. it's just it's a good feeling. So you connect coffee with family, generally speaking, you think? Um, Yeah. Like, I'd, I'd love to have even more people that I just sit down with have coffee and, like, just talk. There's just something about it that I love. For sure. That's why I'm I'm glad I can do it with you guys. Definitely. A I mean, lot we of wouldn't other be people. doing this podcast if coffee was just about <laughs> coffee for us, right? Yeah. Like, coffee, like, yeah. We use it as a means to, like, get into these conversations and to hang out and mm-hmm. be with get, be with people. Um, I would go with, though, like, a little bit on the other side of that. Like, <laughs> my favorite cup of coffee probably, or the best cup of coffee I ever had, wasn't really related to people. Um, so for mm. those of you who know me, uh, know that I'm a pretty avid Harry Potter fan. And I remember uh, when the seventh book was about to be dropped, about to be released, so it's July of 2007. Um, I remember going to Borders standing in line, you know, waiting for waiting for the book release. Everybody was hanging out at this book release party at Borders the bookstore. I know I'm I'm, I'm dating myself a little bit by <laughs> talking about Borders. <laughs> um, but big Might party. Have to explain what Borders yeah. is. <laughs> it was like Barnes and Noble but worse. Uh, <laughs> um, so they had a cafe in there and I remember me and my me and my best friend at the time, Mustafa uh we're hanging out there just super excited for this book to drop you know we were huge harry potter fans and finally getting the book and on my way out they had their cafe open because this is when they did midnight releases for mm-hmm. books which is crazy talk now they didn't yeah. do midnight <laughs> releases for movies but harry potter obviously is this huge epic you know drop so they were doing midnight release so cafe was open uh, i remember Getting my book, finally getting to hold it in my hands. I was about to walk out the door, and I was like, oh, I'm going to get a cup of coffee before I go home to start tearing into this thing and reading it. Got my coffee. This was before I was any kind of coffee connoisseur. I had no idea what I was doing, so I probably got like something super sweet, like a mocha or something, because I didn't didn't have, you know, the taste buds for real coffee yet. Um, But getting that coffee, heading home, staying up all night, Mm -hmm. just like sipping the coffee and reading this book and just getting lost in this story that I had grown up with and that I had loved so much. And yeah, I just I just remember like I, I specifically remember staying up all night and sipping on that coffee and reading that book. And it was one of the best nights of my life for sure. And I was <laughs> surrounded awesome. by no one, just myself <laughs> and, and Harry yeah. Potter, I guess. But uh, yeah, that's probably my, my favorite uh, memory where coffee is concerned. That's mm-hmm. cool. I know it wasn't a Harry Potter question, but like yeah. I remember that same book release. I'd never gone to a midnight book release before. That was the only one I ever had. Mm. I was super excited to do it. And me and my buddy went to it. And I believe I was definitely no, I was definitely still in high school at the time. And I just remember we went, we went to it, got our copies, and then we went to our high school and just like parked in the parking lot oh, and really? just yeah, because it was all like right next to each other. Mm. And um, that's where we would kind of meet up and go for runs and stuff anyway. So we just parked there and sat on the curb outside i don't know why we honestly didn't just decide to go to mesai i think it, maybe it was between our houses or something yeah. and we just hung out there and read for a couple hours but yeah i remember that book releases that's not yeah. i forgot all about that midnight book releases yeah. i've uh, never been to one but uh best cup of coffee 
Um, I don't know if I have a best moment, but I definitely have lots of moments I think about or best times. Um, and they all they usually relate to the same days that I have my best showers and best eats, like best times, <laughs> best times I've yeah. had, like best dinners and stuff. For sure, uh, it's usually hardworking days or like days where I wake up really early to do something. Um, but instances that come in mind are when I used to work at the theater. Uh, I would um, back when I was like sixteen, seventeen. I would do lots of just weekend work, but I would close all the way to like two or three in the morning and come right back at six or seven to open. And uh, I would, um, I was a supervisor. Well, that's not, wasn't the technical title then, but I was then, so I would get coffee for all the openers and I would just go to Starbucks, pick up a bunch of mochas and frappuccinos and stuff nice. and just get coffee for all the openers. And there's a Saturday morning routine that I just kind of did. And those were always the best. It's just because... We were all in there together. A lot of us usually had clothes together the night before. It was usually not a fresh crew. It was oh, usually no. just okay. lots of, uh, call them clopeners, clothes mm. openers. And uh, it was just a ton of fun. We just would all bond over that and just do yeah. the work and get to it. Uh, another um, favorite instances were um, in Denmark. Uh, I visited some friends in Denmark a couple of years ago. Um, and they drink coffee all the time. I mean, mm. it could be... Six in the morning, it could be 10 p.m., like, put on a fresh pot of coffee. And I had never had so much coffee <laughs> ever. <laughs> and um, But every cup I had while I was there, and I think it was just the fact that I was traveling, I was out of country, visiting friends I hadn't seen in a long time, I think all that combined just made every cup just kind of special. I mean, it yeah. did taste really good, too. I always bring back some of their basic kind of house blend beans. Mm. Um but just while I'm there, I just every cup was kind of special because of that. Yeah, so. that, that's a great point because I, you know, you talk about locations. Um, when I was in New York, and I remember uh, the first time I like as I I used to work um, like on Times Square in downtown, and or Midtown Manhattan actually. Uh, and there was a food truck right next to the the place that I worked at, and I, I started going there. And I would get a sandwich and get a cup of coffee. And I remember the first time going there, uh, I was like, oh, can I get a coffee? And he was like, oh, what, like, you want, uh, and I was like, with cream and sugar. And he was like, oh, we say light and sweet here in New York. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> so then he like walked me through the ordering process. So I would go back to that place like two or three times a week. And I got, I was going there so much, he started to remember me and he would basically have my order ready for me as soon as Aww. I walked up. And like, it was just really cool, and I felt like a real New Yorker, you know, just walk up, like, can I get a light and sweet coffee? Mm-hmm. And I got two eggs, two eggs on a roll with hot sauce was my breakfast sandwich, and it was really cool. But yeah, just, like, being a part of that, like, I feel like you're a Community, part of an environment. part of a culture, yeah, an environment. Sure. Yeah. Definitely. But, yeah, that's really awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Cool. All right, you guys want to go grab a refill, and then we'll come back and uh, have our big <laughs> conversation? Let's do it. All right. So I did have another question for you guys um, because I wanted to talk today about like romantic partners, you know? Okay. So my question is, I mean, let's just start off with like, what do you guys think someone, 
as a partner should be like should be in quotes you know um like what is an ideal partner what is the point or like what do you guys think (laughs) like are you guys romantic people um well uh jesus tells us that the purpose of partners is to procreate and (laughs) replenish the earth no i'm (laughs) sure oh wait you weren't serious that's how i so is that a wrong answer Um, I'm sorry for any religious people out there. Um, <laughs> but anyway, we're going to move past this. Uh, <laughs> I think that the purpose of a partner is to grow. I think you need to be mm-hmm. with someone who you can grow with and who supports you and will always be there for you and support your dreams and someone to grow with. Grow with. I think that's at the basis of any good relationship. That's what you need. Someone that's going to help you become the best version of yourself. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, I don't know if I have anything else to change on that because that's exactly right now. Um, I that's that's a huge thought in my life at the moment, and because uh, I'm not dating right now, I am single, but I'm not dating, and it's pretty intentional. And I right now I'm just focused on just my life, myself. Just you know your cliche answers. I'm in that stage of life right now, mm. and. Uh, but I do have an end goal in mind. I have my dreams in mind and my vision of um, my goals and trying to achieve them in mind. And when I picture those things, I do picture someone there with me. And I try and imagine what, um, not physical aspects, but I do try and imagine what that person represents to me and who mm-hmm. they are and what I'm doing for them as much as they're doing for me and like what the symbiotic relationship would be like. Sure. And it's hard. It's still something I'm trying to create because I am focused on myself right now. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, it is pretty hard for me to think um, about what a partner is for me. Cause that's something I'm discovering right now. So, yeah. uh, but again, like that's something that's mine being someone you can grow with. Uh, someone, I mean, that's really an important part. So it's not a whole lot to add to that for me right now. Yeah. I'm just asking because I remember that we were talking about friends and I was like, well, should your partner be your best friend kind of thing? Mm -hmm. But I think, yeah, I don't think so. Or that they have to have like the same interests as you. Yeah. Like the two aren't like, you don't have to be both. And I think that's something that's been on my mind a lot because most of my relationships have been people who don't have, like we have similar energies and similar, uh, like high energy. We like to go out and do things Yeah. and we're at home. We each have our own separate thing we do. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and so usually we don't have a lot of day to day living in common, mm-hmm. uh, but we always support each other and always through, but then my relationships tend to end. And I think part of that is because there's almost nothing on a day to day thing in common so that's been part of what mm. i've been when, thinking about when yeah. i think about when i say day to day i mean uh like when we come over when we're with each other we have a day off or something mm-hmm. you know maybe we decided to go you know hiking or maybe i just want to sit down and play games i would like to have someone that's as interested in maybe because i have friends that love just watching people play games so maybe mm. i meet someone who does enjoy that mm. or maybe she likes her crime shows or whatever she's into. And so something I can just like sit down in that or that we have shows that we want to watch together or like maybe she's into anime, but she's not into games or I'm into something like vice versa. You know, maybe I'm into something, you know, just things that we have. Cause normally there's not like a show we have in common or there's mm-hmm. not that game we can play together or there's not, there's usually just not that we kind of always, 
for my past relationships has always just been so like common interests are important. Com- I think yeah. yeah, I think they're more important than I thought okay. they needed I that they needed to be. Yeah. What about you, Jen? Do you agree with that? Do you think like you need to have similar interests in a partner? Um, yes. Okay. <laughs> um because I'm thinking about all these things that I do. Like I go to concerts. I would love someone to go with me. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, you can definitely go with your friends. You can do anything with your friends. Absolutely. Like that's what like we were talking about friendships last time, kind of for a little bit, and we were saying that um that you have some friends that you go do this with and some friends that you you play board games with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. they have different energies to give you, but um I think it's not like super important that my partner has to like everything that I like, but I do think it helps. Yeah, no, yeah, I think common I think interests it's like, are important for yeah. sure. I don't, I don't, for me, I don't see them as like the be all end all of a relationship. Yeah. Like, I don't think, oh, yeah, like I can, we can like drastically different types of music. Like, with my girlfriend, like, I, we don't really listen to the same types of music. There are, there's a little bit of crossover, but like, generally speaking, we don't listen to the same types of music. So, you know, just bringing up your concert example, there's not really a lot of concerts that I could go to go with, go to with her. But for me, first of all, I'm not like I don't need to go to concerts. Like I like to, but I, it's not like like they're not as important to me as mm-hmm. probably as they are to you, Jen. Um, and also, like I have friends that like the same type of music that I do, mm-hmm. and I would much rather share that experience with someone who is going to. Enjoy, enjoy it with yeah. me rather than someone just going to it because they want to support my decision to go to it you know that's important to a degree like you want to support your partner and things that they do but i don't think i think a good relationship you can exist together separately yeah i completely agree and i think that for was sure. good phrasing yeah. for what i've been trying to figure out how to phrase too and also i think part of my thinking has been trying to figure out which common interests are important okay. to me. Yeah. I think that's definitely a huge part of the process for me is which ones, because you're not going to, I mean, that that wouldn't be, some relationships do work like that where you all share the same exact interests and mm-hmm. that does work. But I know that the type of women I'm generally date or I'm attracted to, we each are very independent mm-hmm. and have our own things going on, which is, I love that. But I also love, I would also love to have those couple things that we do together. And I spend a lot of time outside, but I'm an introvert at heart. So I mm-hmm. love to just sit down and just watch shows, anime, yeah. TV, yeah. movies. I love to just sit, sit down, <laughs> see if I can talk, guys. That coffee is really getting uh, getting to me. Um, sit, I would love to just sit down and play games for eight hours. Like maybe yeah. we play Mario Kart for eight hours. Sure. Or maybe we just sit down and play... Um, an RPG together or something. I would love to do that. And if they're not into the outdoors like I am, that's fine. I have friends I can do that with or I can exactly. do it on my own. Yeah. But at home, on a, at a day-to-day basis, I think that's what's so, really important to me. Besides anything like sexual, mm-hmm. what is the difference between a partner and, and a best friend then? That's a good question. You know, that's a great... Yeah, that's a great question. I feel like I think... I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think attraction is a part of it. Like, I think attraction mm-hmm. is a very people don't like to say that, or they they think it's taboo to be to, to bring up attraction, physical attraction. But I think it's important, and it needs to be established. And mm-hmm. you, like, I can't be in a relationship some, with someone that I'm not physically attracted to. You know, and I don't think that makes you shallow. 
I just think that that's a part of that's a part of the whole thing, right? It's a part of the chemistry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I feel like that's a difference. Like I'm not, I don't have to be, but I don't have to be physically attracted to my friends. You know, yeah. I don't need mm-hmm. to be hanging out. Like just if we're hanging out as friends, <laughs> I don't need you to be like someone that I would date. You know, um, so I think that's a difference. I think. Um, I don't know. I don't really see there being much of a difference, really. Like that I, might be true. the biggest thing. That might be the thing yeah. is the physical attraction part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the chemistry of the physical attraction. Because I feel like you. Hmm. I want to make sure I phrase this right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you can appreciate the attraction of somebody or yeah. someone's physical attributes, but not be attracted to them. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then, but then there's the chemistry of physical attraction. Yeah. So I think there's two sides to the physical attraction coin. And it's yeah. the chemistry, of course, that you're looking for for that relationship, for a partner yeah. versus Because I'm sure we've all had a best friends friend. that we've been like, oh, this is my, attra- like, my friend is attractive, yeah. but I'm not attracted to my attractive friend. Yeah. yeah. You know, I've like, we've all mm-hmm. been there before. So, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I just, yeah, I think the, you can't really manufacture chemistry. It's there or it's not. Like, if, mm-hmm. I, if I look at you yeah. and you, I'm not, you know, you're not unattractive, but you're just not something that you're not someone that I would attempt to date. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, as someone, I grew up with a lot of female friends. Like I, I always had, for some reason, my closest relationships were always with, with women. Mm-hmm. And all the time I got questions of, Oh, are you, are you guys dating? Or, Oh, you guys hang out all the time. You must like each other. And it's like, no, first I just happened to be able to get closer in general. I think, to women than than men historically now i feel like it's balanced out but uh, like if i look back at my relationships in the past my one-on-one relationships my deep relationships with people uh friendships i'm talking about not relationships relationships romantic relationships but deep emotional friendships have been with women and you know while i don't again i don't think they were unattractive we just never crossed that line you know it was never about the 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 physical sexual stuff it was always just about our relationship as friends and it didn't even for me at least I I can't speak for them but in my mind it never even crossed our minds to 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 take it another step mm-hmm. further you know mm-hmm. like it, it was always just a we're friends and I know like the the nice guys quote unquote like to call that getting friend zone sometimes. But I've I've never really believed in the friend zone. I don't get it. I don't get the whole idea of it. It's just yeah. like yeah. your friends. Like every friendship yeah. doesn't need to progress into romantic yeah. relationship. Um, but yeah, speaking as someone who has had several close relationships with women, I just think sometimes it just it's not there, you know. And it doesn't have to be, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, I had I was just thinking about something, but the coffee is messing with my brain. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I totally blanked. Um, but maybe if I keep talking, maybe I'll remember. <laughs> Ramble away is what the coffee is for. <laughs> um, but I was going to say something like, um, uh, actually, yeah, I forgot. Why you okay? Well, while you're thinking about that, how how? So we talked about like the on the the surface level stuff, for lack of a better phrase. Uh, like interest, I know that's not serviceable uh-huh. for a lot of people, but stuff like that. How important is is the deeper stuff? Like, is that is that more paramount? Or like, like politics? Well, politics well, or like I could deep I could, talks. Yeah, like I, I look at it as like I need to. I I am not. I can't be attracted to someone who is a who is a selfish person. 
who's I can't really be. And I mean, no one is going to admit to being selfish. Some people do, but I guess so, that's more of a character flaw. Or people who are like uh, vain. Like but I, how would I you know? Like how would you know that they are? I think I mean that. Well, I, there are several that, tests. I think you can you can <laughs> run through your head. Yeah, <laughs> like, I think part of that is subjective view on yeah. like the level of vain or level of selfishness. I mean, some of that's subjective, yeah. but. I mean, just like people so, who are like constantly posting on social media, uh-huh. looking, fishing someone, for compliments. Someone with uh, morals that are so different from mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I could do it. Yeah. Even if they were like, oh, my God, you're so hot. And you. Oh, I remember my question. Do it. So when you're in a relationship, <laughs> sure. that person, um, because you're closer to them in a way, like a family member almost, um, you you get um everything they do affects you more than like a friendship affects you do you not do you not think so do you not agree is that your question or no no no. i'm just so my question is um would you say that you kind of like when you're in a relationship you kind of have um in a way you're like the connection together. you have with that person matters, not matters. Okay, I am not using that no, word. Keep, no, keep going. <laughs> you'll, you'll phrase it. to like a friendship. Okay. So you have a friendship and then you have a relationship, a romantic relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, the stuff that the romantic partner does affects you more like emotionally because mm-hmm. you're more like tied to them closer. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. So like you're I saying don't know what, the right words. what your romantic partner does to you affects you has a bigger effect on you than what a friend would do to you. Yeah. So, yeah. or, or do, like do what you, a friend do with does you, do with their you. own life. Yeah. 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 Um. So, do you think that maybe you people care more about their romantic partners because of that, or do you think people don't care about their friends equally, or do you think? If, if you agree, if I agreed with that statement, then I would say yes. But I, for me, it's different because I, I, I feel like I value my friendships, my close friendships, just as much as I value my romantic relationship. You know, yeah. Like my, my, my close friends, I would be just as hurt to find out, you know, things about them than I would be to find out the thing about my my girlfriend. You know, mm-hmm. like I feel like but- they, 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 they equally have the effect on me. Their actions can equally affect me. That's you true. Know, so. Like if they decide one day that actually their dream is to move to Wisconsin. Yeah. And yeah. So like it'd be the same thing as with a partner, you think? Uh, the, well, I just I feel, feel like I would be involved in that discussion because like if my girlfriend was all of a sudden like, hey, I want to move to Wisconsin. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, we need to talk about that. We need to figure incorporating out incorporating like, two yeah. lives. Two lives are intertwined. Yeah, I'm part of I'm part of that decision making. But if one of my friends, like if Bryce was like, "Hey, I'm moving to Wisconsin," yeah, that would have that I would be like, "Damn, okay, um, shit, why?" You know, like yeah, I would want to get. But our to lives like, aren't intertwined, yeah, exactly. so it doesn't affect him in that way. Yeah. And I guess it would depend oh. on your level of relationship. Yeah, too, yeah. Like where and the you're word at. is like codependent. So if you're codependent, then you probably feel this way. Code Besso, that's a I feel word. like it's a different... <laughs> yeah. What? That's a code... That's a code. different What I was thinking of, too, was yeah. like, you guys seen Broad City? No. I've seen clips. But you've talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Alana is like... Uh, the term that I was using, remember when I watched that video? Woman child. Oh, okay. okay. So, like, an immature adult. Okay. That really depends on their friends sure. and stuff. Okay. Um, 
yeah, her friend Abby was like moving. Oh my god, sorry if I'm spoiling it. She was like, <laughs> Spoilers, guys, gonna but it's try for an to analogy. move away because of uh, some art thing that mm-hmm. she wanted to do with her life. It just the city just wasn't for her anymore, mm. like the one that they were in. So, and yeah. she was like heartbroken. Yeah, but you know, I think it. De- I think it depends. I think it depends on the person. Like to bring up another TV show, uh, the show Parks and Recreation. The main character Leslie has a, her best friend named Anne. And her boyfriend named Ben, and she, it's a jokey scene, but she's like, Ben, if we were ever to break up, like it would suck and I would be hurt, but I'd get over it. And she's like, and if you ever left, I would be devastated and inconsolable. Like, so she was someone who valued, she saw her friendship with her best friend as being something more valuable than her relationship with her husband. Yeah. So I think it oh. just I think it really just depends on the type of person you are. Yeah. But I don't think it automatically needs to default to, and that's maybe that's a shitty thing to say. Because for me, I think my girlfriend is the most important thing in my life. But I don't think if it, if it was if it wasn't that way, that doesn't necessarily make you a bad person. You know, like if I if yeah. I've been best friends with someone for I think it comes down to personality life, and just how yeah. and it bothers the me, way you were raised. Yeah, it bothers me yeah. when girls and guys who get into a relationship with someone and they immediately expect to jump up to the top of the priority list. Mm-hmm. Like that's a given because yeah. we've been dating for a year. That means I need to be priority number one. So all your friends, even you might have known your best friend for twenty plus years, doesn't matter. I'm I'm top. I'm in now. the relationship. Yeah. Like I'm here. I'm number one. Yeah, I don't understand. I've that. never subscribed to that. Do you so think that's true? Codependent. So I was using the wrong word. I'm confused. When I when I hear codependent, I think that you're depend. Like my happiness is dependent on your happiness. Yeah. Or my safety is dependent on your. Yeah, safety. isn't that what I explained? Mm. Like you depend on someone to exist, basically. <laughs> I think you're. you're I, don't know. I think I'm you're confused. almost. Yeah, I think you're almost <laughs> explaining something, but not someone completely. smart. Explain it to me. Um. Yeah. Well. Okay. So, what was your question again? So, like, do you do you feel like if you're in a relationship with someone? So, your boyfriend now. Uh-huh. Is he your top priority, him. and does he need to? And does he need to be your top priority, or oh. or vice versa? Do you need to be the top priority for him in his? So life? give me an example, though. I think it does depend. Like if he, if you like, if just over anything. So over like, let's anything. say you wanted to go to a concert. With, okay. And you, your best friend, you know, loved this artist, and your boyfriend loved this artist, but you only have two tickets. You can only take one of them. Oh. Would he automatically assume that he gets the other ticket because he's your boyfriend? <gasps> no. Or what about you? Would you, if you loved some a band or a, or an artist, and his best friend loved that same band or artist, he could only take one of you? Would you automatically assume that you're I the one who gets assume. the ticket? No, I would not assume. But I think a part of me would. Would you be hurt? Think that yeah. Like, would you be passive aggressive on him? Hurt, hurt. <laughs> I think I would. I would. Like, you want to experience those things with people sometimes, yeah. and you might feel like there won't be another chance, so yeah. maybe it might be sad, like a uh, an experience you didn't get to have kind of thing. Yeah. Like, if you but, didn't already know where you were on that kind of decision priority list, and you learned based on that decision, yeah. instead well, of knowing I, beforehand. I would totally, like, be okay. This is something yeah. that I've had to learn over the years. Um, because I used to think that if they didn't pick me for something like that, that that would mean that Mm -hmm. they didn't care about me kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't say anything. I wouldn't speak up about how it made me feel. But with him, I tell him 
everything like not <laughs> like everything i'm talking about the things that i feel that sure. af- that yeah concern him you know what i mean like if he tells me something and i if if i feel a certain way if i'm not sure how i feel then i talk about it mm-hmm. so i think it's all about communication um but no i've never like assumed I think the only thing that would really like that I would assume would be like if it's my birthday, then I would assume that you would be there. I mean, that's <laughs> I feel like that's a little bit that could yeah. be different. Yeah. De- I mean, depending on what's happening, obviously, but yeah, yeah, I would think so. And I so for like that question, I for prioritizing and being at the top of the list or whatever for that kind of those kinds of things, um, I actually struggled with that. Not necessarily relationship-wise, but friendship-wise. I struggled with that for a lot in my early 20s. And because I never wanted anyone else to feel like they were unimportant Mm -hmm. or that I was bailing on them or things like that. And so, like, if I bailed on one person, I would bail on everyone. Like, I just wouldn't do anything that weekend. Because you don't want to Because I just didn't didn't want to think I was choosing because everyone was important to me. Yeah. But then, you know, I would miss out on things or I would... It was just, it was not healthy. It's obviously not a healthy thing to do. Yeah. And so I eventually, I think mid-20s or sometime a few years ago, I had a really good conversation with a friend I've known since junior high. And I had a good conversation with him because I still treated friends I've had for a long time similar to friends I'd met like a year prior or something. I would still have that same thought process. It just didn't feel right, and I never understood how to change that and Mm -hmm. he and i asked him like how do you prioritize who's uh i forgot how i phrased the question i was like how do you prioritize like friendships like obviously there's not levels you have close friends you have friends you have acquaintances you have coworkers. but how do you how do you choose how you're spending your time like how do you do that he's like well i the way i do it is i think about who's giving me their time whoever gives me their time obviously wants to be a part of my life and there's more to it than that because you know someone could be wanting to give me their time but they're not someone i want to spend that much time with but it still helps me think about it Mm. i also think well i have these friends in my life and these are the people that actively give me their time so it kind of just helped put it into perspective a little bit it's like these people are trying to be in my life Mm. so i can give them some time but obviously, there's so many more factors to that. I mean, people could be busy. People yeah. could be. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. Does not that do- could start like a vicious cycle. And so it, what happens if it's the other way around? It's like, oh, yeah. I'm not hanging out with Bryce because he didn't want to hang out with me. But you're like, well, that person yeah, didn't want to hang and, out with me. And I, that's <laughs> why, yeah, and that's why or you don't like, think about it in a cycle. But yeah. it helps. Like for me, it definitely helped in um, in just limiting my brain going crazy. Like yeah. it helped. It helped me kind of like just narrow down Are my you thoughts. Too popular. No, it wasn't about <laughs> that. It was just my, I just want to not make ever make people feel that, you know, yeah. like yeah. I'm choosing. I mean, now it's different. Now I understand like who I'm spending my time with and how I'm spending my time. Like I've changed a lot. I've come a lot, long way since those thoughts, but. Yeah. You I've, know, okay, oh, ahead. sorry, real quick. Somebody said that during like all this COVID stuff that like somebody had posted that like you'll see who your true yeah, friends yeah, yeah, are yeah, or something but then yeah. someone else was like there's just so much going on that yeah. maybe you should reach out to them exactly and that's what i mean by like a cycle because it's like you yeah. i i i uh, i think right, that's I when you take something. it to an extreme <laughs> yeah i feel like me cuz we've talked about i don't know if well, anyway i used to throw a lot of parties 
and I would invite people. And a lot of people, a lot of people that I would invite wouldn't show up, but I would continuously invite them. Mm-hmm. And one time, one of those people that I invited but didn't show up ever finally showed up and I was like, oh, wow, you actually came this time. And it was like, oh, super. And I started introducing him around and we were having a conversation. And they they told me that they really appreciated the fact that I never stopped inviting them to yeah. things because they were like, I'm I don't actually want the to. Same. Exactly, yeah. it's all about. Me, I'm yeah. really shy. Yeah. I get so anxious before I make this big deal in my head. So yeah. If I actually get up and go, it's like wow, like yeah, exactly. And that's important for everyone to just think about and understand is that just because someone's not coming, like that doesn't. You know, yeah. don't be high school about it. Don't be vendetta. Exactly. Like, like, I'm like not about invite, it. Oh, they don't ever show up. And it's like, it, I think I look at it as I'm going to do what makes me happy. And that might sound selfish, but I'm going to do. So like looking at your situation, Bryson, you're like, who do I give my time to? Like who, especially and that really applies to you because you travel a lot. So mm-hmm. you're, you only come home for a couple weeks at a time. You have to really yeah. think about how you're going to divvy up your time. So if I were in the, if I were in your position, I would sit down and I would be like, okay, who do I want to see? Like mm-hmm. that's all, and I know that sounds yeah. selfish, but those people, even if they can't, and that was the hardest me, thing for a long time, yeah. is, is it, like even if they can't, like yeah. if I wanted to hang out with you, but you were busy, I would be like, damn, that sucks. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna not ask you to hang out because I feel like you're gonna be busy. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm always gonna extend. I'm gonna reach out to the people who I want to reach out to, and I think. I think that it, if I started to take, if I started to be offended by or you know, get butt hurt. I don't know that's not the most mature phrase <laughs> to use. But if I got butt hurt by people not being able to show up, I wouldn't like there would be no one that I would want to hang out with ever because you never know who's going to be busy and when they're going to be busy. And you don't know. And it's that cliche saying you never know what's going on in someone's exactly, life. You just exactly. and I just decided the you know, benefit of the doubt is just the best way to think about things. Absolutely. Like maybe they are choosing to go to someone else's party, yeah. but you don't, that's not your business. That's their business. Yeah. That's their life that they're doing. There's still, it doesn't change the fact that you have a friendship and that you have exactly. good times when you spend that time with someone. There's still yeah. a good space. They still are a good friend. It just because they're going to another, they're doing something else. It doesn't change that at exactly. all. That's their business. It's their, it's their life. So. I had a, I dated a girl in high school and she broke up with me because one day she told me like we had plans to do something and she had to cancel and i just said okay that's cool we'll hang out another time and she was like i want you to be upset that i have to cancel mm-hmm. and i was like well that's not who i am i'm not yeah. <laughs> i'm not going to fake some kind of reaction yeah. to you having to cancel and she's like every time i have to change plans you were always just so okay with it and I was like, listen, I know I'm only like 15, 16, but I'm, I know I'm too old for this shit. Like, I know, <laughs> <laughs> I know this is not, I am oh like, my. I'm way too drama free to be like, yeah. oh no, well, like, I'm not going to start a fight with you to That's another to thing, like, so. when it comes to relationships, people that don't say what they mean, they yeah, kind exactly. of yeah. want somebody to read their mind or yeah. like do something. It's like, yeah, I don't no. understand that. But, but to bring the question and the conversation kind of back on a circle, um, back to the prioritization in like relationship versus friendship, because I didn't actually fully answer that for the relationship part, because I've, I've been thinking about it and, uh, well, by thinking about it, I mean during this episode <laughs> <laughs> and uh, looking at my past relationships and things. And I, I do put them at the top of the list. I do put oh, wow. like the okay. relationship when I'm in, I've noticed I'm just looking back on my patterns and how I am in a relationship. 
and I do prioritize. Like I want to spend, I find ways to spend more minutes with them, mm-hmm. even if it's someone I just started dating. Like Does to me, affect- when I date someone, that is, I'm choosing. To, I don't just I don't like go on dates and dates. It's usually someone like a friend of a friend or someone I've kind of been around loosely yeah. over the years, over time, and I kind of know who they are. And it's like if I'm choosing to spend time with this person, like I know that this is person I just want to continue spending more. I plan on, I see a future with this person generally, and then I want to see more. So I try and spend more and more time mm-hmm. with them. So I prioritize them and find ways to do it. And but I think that's that just a natural thing. Other, other friendships or other mm-hmm. relationships. It never did. Um, later. I mean, after the relationship ended and whatnot, I mean, I definitely had some friends say, Oh, I'm glad you're not like dating her anymore. Or I'm glad this is which, but they never told me during the relationship. During, yeah. So it doesn't help me understand. Do you think they were just afraid of like overstepping? Like, uh, I think so. I mean, most yeah. of it was out of respect. I mean, yeah. it was definitely a lot of respect and they all know I'm very independent and I'm very like, if I'm choosing to do something, I'm a very deliberate, intentional person. Yeah. So they understand that I'm, like I'm making those choices, and I think yeah. they just knew if they gave me the two cents, I would hear it. Mm-hmm. But I think they also knew that's kind of where my personality can get. I don't want to say to a negative spec, but I can get f- tunnel visioned or, or focused. Like I will hear oh, what people yeah. are telling me, but that's kind of been my thing with relationships. I think a lot of people get like that with relationships. Yeah, yeah. and I th- just... and I started learning my last two relationships. I increasingly got. I mean, I kept those that that thinking in my mind. So, what I mean, I'm progressively getting better about, uh, like the way that people move through relationships, like uh, when they go slow or when they go fast, <laughs> like they, I, move. I think, I think it depends totally, on the person. Yeah, Cause yeah. I mean, I have exactly. a couple of coworkers who they met and she was going to be moving across country, like in a week or whatever after they met. And he just knew that he was going to go with her and she <gasps> knew that she wanted him to go with her. And yeah. so he, called his job or he got in i don't know what he did like job wise but he was able to just transfer or get a new job like and he just moved up his whole life and went with her yeah and it was just and they're like they've been dating for a couple years now and they're getting married either this year or next i think later this year and that you have to know yourself a lot to be sure of those yes i think that's one where these are people that just they know their lives they know who they are that's good for me see i i i don't think there's a right or wrong way to fall in love. Mm-hmm. I think it happens randomly. I think it happens fat. I think it happens quickly. I think it can happen slow over time. I don't think there's there's no right or wrong way to mm-hmm. do it. So you just have to go with your emotions. You have to go with your gut. And I feel like a That's lot of people scary. get caught up. They get caught up on the oh, well we've only been dating for a year. Should we move in together or not? And then you have people who are like we've, we've been dating for five years and we we want to move in together. And it's not the right time. It's so just, I don't think it, there's not there's not like a set specific way to do it or or to go through it. You just have to read each situation. I know people who are 18, 19, and who are very emotionally mature who can meet someone. And if they got married and they're 18 and 19, I would be like, okay, that's not a bad idea. But I also know 18 and 19-year-olds who jump into it, and I'm like, that's stupid. What are they doing? They're way too young. But I, I've had to come to the realization that maturity isn't an age thing. Maturity yeah. comes to different people at different times. Because I know some 30, 40-year-olds who are, who are <laughs> immature and probably shouldn't be getting married, but they still do. So I, I, I've, for me, it's all about maturity. It's about maturity and it's about how you are going to grow in the relationship. But I don't, I don't think there's, a, there's no one perfect way to be in a relationship with someone. I agree with that completely. I don't even have anything to add to that. That's... Yeah. 
That says it all. That's do you guys beautiful. feel, a, how do you feel about, like, I've also had a friend, I'm not going to mention names, who is sort of a, a chameleon when it comes to relationships. They just sort of adapt to the interest and I know taste people like of their that. other Because their they have no other. personality. Oh, yikes. <laughs> That's, I didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> that is something that I, um, my early 20s, I definitely did that. I was yeah. the person that would just kind of absorb into the other person because I... Um, I like to get to know other friends who I'm dating, whoever. Mm-hmm. I The way I learn about people is I dive into their interests. If their interests aren't my interests, I still go out of my way to listen to whatever music they're listening to now Aww. just to get to know the person better and just to kind of get a better frame of mind and just to understand them better. And so that happens a lot. A lot of my relationships were based off of me doing that. But me not understanding it wasn't being reciprocated. I just didn't, I never thought about it. I was like, it doesn't need to be reciprocated. Like, I'm, like, this is just my person. This is my thing that I do. But, you know, as I go through my relationships, like, I've learned that, no, that's just not healthy. Like, it has to be reciprocated or I need to not dive as deep, like, as, like, get lost. Because I would get lost and kind of not listen to myself or do my own things anymore. Yeah. Because I was so busy compromising or doing more to fit that person and i thought that that was normal i thought that's just what you do and i mean i learned that that wasn't okay and actually um one of our relationships was um one of my recent ones that went bad was because uh, cause of the opposite this time I was trying to do my time better, spend more time with friends and prioritize my friends that I've had for so long. And this goes back to the prioritizing relationship versus friendship. Mm-hmm. And I was focusing more or I was trying to focus equally, like spend time with my wife cause I was married and then also spend time with my friends. And then it, sometimes it just wouldn't she i when i would choose my friends sometimes over spending time with her because we did have crazy hours like it wasn't like we were always able to spend all of our time together but we did live together and so i still wanted to see my friends too it wasn't it wasn't okay at a certain point on her end and that's when it like that's when i started experiencing the opposite mm. Because I was kind of that person, not the part where I wasn't okay, but the part where I was, this is the first relationship I wasn't like, I was trying to separate things and not be osmosis in and get lost. Uh, That's the thing. Like my, like my, my final thoughts on this topic is that I feel like a lot of the time we're like taught to be two, two halves of a whole. Like, you know, you should be mm -hmm. able to click with your partner and make one Beautiful picture, and I disagree with that. I think you should be two separate halves that are complementary to one another. I feel Mm -hmm. like you don't need to become one. I feel like you can exist separately together. I know I said that earlier, but I just feel like, you know, two complementary pictures side by side that are beautiful together in unison, but they're also beautiful on their own. Like, you are Mm -hmm. your own person. You don't become one person when you're in a relationship that's just my thoughts. I think I don't. I don't really believe in that two halves of a whole. Yeah. I just think you're Would two that holes. Be like a, a, a soulmate. Yeah, I don't believe in soulmates, but I feel like that's a different conversation. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't think I believe in it either. Um, you guys have final thoughts you want to drop on relationships? Mm. Love is beautiful. 
<laughs> love is beautiful. And Oh, love so. hurts too. It does. <laughs> Uh, yeah, don't be afraid. I know, Jen, earlier I think you were saying that that's what's scary is the fact that you go with your gut feeling, you go with mm-hmm. your instinct, and then you put in the hard work to go with it. Mm-hmm. And But that's scary. And it's like, yeah, it is. Um, doing anything new is scary or following your gut mm-hmm. on anything in your life, whether you're going after a goal or a dream or um, if all of a sudden you have a whim to do something and... Uh, and it seems like it could be a good idea, but you don't know anything about it. It's like, it's just, it could be anything. Just think about it. Like give it the time, give it time and don't be afraid to think on it, to, to do it. Um, some things are good to jump in. Some things are not good to jump in and just, that's all up to you. Yeah. All right, guys, we're going to go grab one last refill of coffee, and we'll be back to give you guys our recommendations in this week's uh, Brewer's Choice. So stick around. We'll be back. All right, guys, now we're going to give you some recommendations. This is Brewer's Choice. I'm going to start out with actually recommending my favorite ever Daft Punk song, Instant Crush, because it hurts to listen to. Oh yikes! No, <laughs> no, it hurts. It hurts my heart. It's my favorite, but I because lo- it brings me down. But I love the sound of it. I get to, I get to feel like I'm in the rain and the hot Arizona desert. Um, I love that punk, and uh, is that that's from Random Access Memories, yes. right? Mm. Yeah, oh, such a good album. Mm-hmm. If you don't like that Julian album, you're wrong. Casablanca's. Oh, mm. he's a, he's in a band, isn't he? The Strokes. Oh right? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, great choice, Jen. I am going to go with a movie. It's one of my favorite romantic comedies. It's, well, who am I kidding? It is my favorite romantic comedy. I think it's a great representation of love in several different ways, shapes, and forms. And it's love, actually. Mm. Uh, I haven't watched that in so long. (laughs) It's one of my favorite Christmas movies. It's just one of my favorite movies in general. Uh, It'll make you laugh. It'll make you cry. It's just a great movie overall. Check it out, Love Actually. I'm pretty sure it's streaming on the Netflix. You like a lot of British stuff, huh? I do. I I watched a lot of uh, BBC growing up. Nice. Yeah, I just I love it. Great programming over there. What about you, Bryce? Uh, well, mine's not going to be themed on today's <laughs> episode, but I did want to recommend my buddy who uh, created a page on Facebook called Music Heals and H-E-A-L-S, and it's all just about bringing people together, who, uh, creators who are creating music and um, in this time of quarantine, all these live streams, and uh, and he has been putting on some live streams. I just wanted to shout him out for that and definitely give him a listen. I believe he goes on YouTube on Wednesday nights and on Instagram and Facebook on Saturday nights. And uh, his name's James Brickley, but check out his page, Music Heals, on Facebook. Give him a listen Is to. it a group? Uh, no, uh, solo artist. Uh, stuff he's been creating over the past several years, and now he's releasing them over several live feeds. Dope. Yeah, and it's all uh, acoustic. It's all him, and it's it's a lot of fun. Awesome. All right, guys. I think that is going to wrap up our episode for today. Um, as always, send those emails in. We want to hear from you. We want that feedback. Uh, BroodConvos at gmail.com. B-R-E-W-E-D-C-O-N-V-O-S at gmail.com. Write in. 
Let us know what you think of the show. We want to hear all of your suggestions. Uh, we also have a few social media pages. Jen, where can they go if they want to find us? You can reach us on Twitter at Brood Combos as well. And then you can also check out our Instagram and Facebook at Brood Podcast. Awesome. <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, and Instagram, I just posted the video of our little um, our little pour-over thingy. Oh, it's yeah. very pour beautiful. Over experiment. Go look at yeah. it. Or, uh, well, we're not sure what it's Go called. Give a it a like. Or a pour over. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. We will see you next time. I'm Adonis. I'm Bryce. I'm Jen. Love you. Bye. 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 Bye.